2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code football to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details.
4: Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast. And I'm so sorry that we are starting late. There has been a few technical difficulties. Uh, We've overcome them now. Um, I have three very special guests tonight to talk about Tottenham's 1-0 win at the Amex Stadium. We've just beaten Brighton and Hove Albion 1-0 with a Harry Kane goal. It's been an emotional day. uh, But to talk through today's game, as I say, I've got three very special guests. I've got actor Ricky Norwood back with us. Ricky, how are you?
0: I'm very well, my friend. Very well. Super proud of the boys and their efforts today, and just super proud that we won and with a clean sheet and you know the togetherness and oh my gosh, what a game! What a game for so many different reasons. But always a pleasure Absolutely. to be um, on with you guys, and can't wait to get into it.
4: Well, lovely to have you back, and also back on the show is Kimberly Chambers, of course, Sunday Times best-selling author. The latest book, The Family Man. Uh, Kimberly, how are you? I'm good, I'm better after watching that
5: earlier. As um as Ricky said, I'm really, really pl- proud of the lads today. And you know, I just you could see like the passion on Conti's face. And you know, I'm just so glad for the club in general. And you know, it it's uh, yeah, uh, it it was just it was touching, especially at the end when Loris went around with a shirt and that, but I mm. suppose we'll get to that later. But great result, great performance.
4: We've also got Tim Winstone on the channel for the very first time. Really excited to, ha- excited to have Tim on. Uh, of course, solo, acoustic... Uh, God, I can't even get my words out today. Acoustic artist, <laughs> entertainer and Spurs sufferer. Uh, Tim, that was on your uh, bio, Spurs sufferer. How are you feeling yes. today? Uh,
6: well, firstly, Chris, I want to say thanks for having me on the show. Uh, big big fan of the show. And before I say anything, mate, fair play for completing the marathon because um, that is a, some feat uh, last week, so... Well done on that. Uh, I did a half marathon. I was the guy at the end with the tinfoil over the top, getting like helped over the line. So, uh, mate, to do double that is just impressive. So, well, well, well done on that and a great cause. Uh, great to be on the show and also, yeah, what, what, what performance? You know, just looking at Conte at the start of the game in tears. if you, if you, yeah, if you don't, if that doesn't get you, then I, I don't know what will. Because um, that was a really emotional moment. Obviously, great, great to get a win back on track after last week. So it's all, uh, all very good, mate.
4: Well, for anyone watching and listening, um, Tim is actually going to be singing a lot of Spurs songs at the end of the show. So don't miss it. Um, Tim, tell us a little bit about um, how this started with all the songs and uh, Spurs song sheets.
6: Yeah, okay. Uh, So basically, Spurs song sheets have been set up by uh, a couple of guys. Uh, November 21, I think it was. I kind of got involved in March this year um, through my brother of all people. Um, Someone just put on Twitter, you know, looking for an acoustic artist to get involved and get some some new newer sort of fan songs out there so uh the first song we did was he's the reason uh, aka she's electric by oasis um which went live i think around about march time it got utterly panned because we were six at the time and um yeah obviously the lyrics are he's the reason we're playing on wednesday next season and people were like get that off get that off twitter it was terrible um and then um we reposted it or spurs songs we reposted it after the northland derby um and then lo and behold we go to Norwich, Bensker sets up two, you know, two, two goals and uh, we get top four. So it kind of went a bit viral from there. Then we, uh, again, I'm not taking all the credit for this. This is this is Spurs songs written by Spurs fans. So fans write into Spurs song sheets. I put the music to them, add a few bits and bobs to make it a bit longer. Uh, the video goes out and then obviously certain songs get taken by the fans, certain songs don't. Uh, the next one was the Stop Crying Arteta song, which I'm sure hopefully, well, hopefully everyone's heard. At the moment, it's not quite the one because they're top of the league. But um, hopefully that'll um, that won't be the case tomorrow. Um, and then that sort of went viral. I think it's over five hundred thousand views that's had now on on Twitter. Um, wow. So simply Spurs, and I think N Seventeen uh, on Twitter wrote that song, which is an absolute belter. And then since then, we just added more and more and more to it. And then obviously recently, uh, lots of requests coming from people on Twitter. So I've just put them together on an album, which is um, it's a blatant plug. It's a blatant plug so it's called From the Lane, so you can get that on, on SoundCloud, so if you check out Active Winston at Spurs Song Sheets on Twitch, you'll find the link, it's a free album, we're not trying to make money out of this, it's just completely you know, songs out there for Spurs fans to listen to for games and in pubs and what have you um, and then that will constantly get added to, so we're up to about 23 songs now uh, which are mostly sort of, you know, two minute chants and there's a, a couple of um, obviously the O'Water Nights and all the other sort of popular songs on there, so yeah, it's been, it's been an absolute blast for the last six, seven months and uh, long may it continue
4: well, I cannot wait to hear these songs at the end of the stream, um, so do stay around for that. Um, Ricky, let's get straight into it. Brighton nil, Tottenham Hotspur won. We remained third in the Premier League. It was an emotional day. We got the three points. It was a good performance today, though, wasn't it?
0: It was a fantastic performance, and, and even more so. I mean, Chris, let me ask you a quick question before I start my run. How are you feeling this week? You've been, you know, you've seen the Gooners, gone to Frankfurt, you've had a marathon. Do you know what I mean? And you've gone up to Brighton as well with train strikes, etc. Are you feeling uh, any? Are you feeling tired at all, or are you feeling a bit, little bit run down at all?
4: Well, you can tell because I can't even get my words out. The scene. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> exhausted, if I'm honest. But um, it's been it's been an emotional week for lots of different reasons. Um, very emotional. Um, doing the marathon for me personally, uh, that was very emotional. Um, I actually hit the wall at about 16 miles. And I was wearing the prostate cancer T-shirt and this girl actually came up to me and said, thank you. And I said, sorry, oh, what do you mean? She said, she said, my dad has just been diagnosed with prostate cancer and it's people yeah. like you um, that are helping people like my dad. And then burst into tears, which yeah. made me very, very teary. And I thought, like, my legs raking. Um, but, you know... Just mm. get going and finish this marathon. And i tell you what, that was, the, that, that was a really great moment for me to finish it. And, uh, of course, went to Frankfurt, Spurs created a number of opportunities, didn't win the game, um, but so emotional, of course. Uh, the death of our fitness coach in the last couple of days, um, it's been very emotional, um, everyone concerned uh, with Tottenham. Um, and, you know, today um, just felt um, like just get the job done again um, and, uh, and get the three points, which we did. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: I mean, if that's how you was feeling, right, now, can you imagine what the boys were feeling? And I think yeah. we need to take this into context. I mean, you know, he, he, he's been around for uh, since, since November, right? You know, Jean has been around since November. And you look at the bonds that he's got with every staff member and every single player. You could see it on their faces. You, you could see it like Tim was saying there on Antonio Conte's face when, yep. when when, when the crowd was singing today. I mean, the crowd today were fantastic, like absolutely fantastic. The fact that they not only supported the boys, you know, throughout a football match, but they supported the boys and the manager and all the staff through a bereavement at a time like this. Can you imagine what just that that happening can take out of you? And we can all say, you know, you know, you know do, do it for him and, and go out and perform for him but if you've ever done it if you've ever done it if you've ever had to go out and do your job after a bereavement you'll know how draining that is just by itself just by itself you know yeah. you know how, how taxing that can be on your brain you start your, your brain will start wondering and you know, even though you're supposed to be doing something and, and focusing on your work, your brain will go off into, into a different place. And you can see how much it meant to every single player today. So there was, there was a whirl of positives today. There was a lot and lots of positives that will go into and will break down. But for the boys to be able to get up, do the job, have a clean sheet, score the goal, do you know what I mean? Come away from, from, from Brighton who haven't lost at home this year. And, and, and have an emotional response with the boys from the beginning, right up to them, to the end. To see those pictures right at the end there, like uh, Kim was saying yeah, there, with, with, with Hugo going around as our captain, holding that shirt. And, and the response from the, from the crowd and the flags, the flags, you know, what, what are their names? THFC flags, fantastic work to get all those Italian flags into the crowd today. And Chris, you was in that crowd during those chants during that energy. And, I, you know, it was emotional at home, so I can't even imagine
4: what it was like mm. being there today. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the crowd, the Spurs crowd, uh, when needed, are just absolutely awesome. And today was one of those days. And, uh, you know, there was that real togetherness again. And, you know, getting the win over the line today, uh, it just feels really special. Um, Kim, let's, let's come to you. How are you feeling? What about today? It's about today's performance that- and win.
5: Oh, about, yeah, no. I mean, I, I like a I lot what what um, Ricky said, I agree with. I saw the flag thing go up the other day on Twitter as well. I think there was 25 flags or something they were getting. The lads did a marvellous job to, to get all that. I mean, it creates the vibe, the atmosphere. But you could see, I mean, I've never seen, obviously, none of us knew that Jean-Pierre was... Was was like yeah. ill at all? Um, it was it was shocking news when it broke, and I don't think yeah. I've ever seen such heartfelt words and such wonderful words from footballers. I think most of the team sort of put such lovely. He must have been one hell of a guy, you know, um, because some of the players and you could tell that it's not something that their agents knocked up for them. You could tell that come that come from the art, you know, what a lot of them put out and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, obviously, I, I watched the game from indoors. But, like, you know, Conte's eyes, uh, you know, filled up in the interview before. And the same when Kane was being interviewed after. You know, he was choked up. Look, You know, you could tell that they were all near tears. And I think it's just so good that it would have been a tragedy today more than us letting in a late go or something. It was just so good that we won that game. For that, for that wonderful man we lost, you know, because he's obviously yeah. given so much to these players, you can tell. And the fact they've pulled that off for of him, you know, obviously it's going to take a, a long while to get over, over the loss of him. But um, you know, all they can do is do him proud now.
6: If just yep. as well. So just, just again, for, I've got a bit of detail on this. So this is how good our the Spurs community is, and I've kind of learned this in the last six months, sort of getting involved from the sort of Spurs song sheet side. So. Uh, you yeah, know, THFC Flags organised that, uh, the guy that runs Spurs, Spurs Song Sheets sort of promoted it, you know, get, getting flags into the ground, they donated their own money, there's people running around London um, giving flags out, collecting flags to get sort of 50, 60 flags out there today, so it just shows you, you know, when it, when, when it it's the fan, yeah, everyone comes kind of comes together, Um and it's just really, and again, just to point out, there's going to be loads of flags as well on, on Wednesday, so people that go into the game, the Frankfurt game on, on, uh, on Wednesday night, um, you know there'd be plenty of flags there as well, showing showing the respect he uh, he, he clearly deserves. So it's just brilliant to see the sort of fan base come together at time of Need you know?
4: Just before I come to you, Tim on uh, Ventroni, i um, just wanted to get your thoughts, uh, Kim, um, on the sad passing of John Duncan today. Um, you would you would have seen him play uh, many years ago. Um, sad news again.
5: Yeah, it's sad news. I only saw that later today. I was out uh, all day. I come home just before the game. Yeah, I do remember John playing. Um, I think he was in the team. Wasn't he in the team that, that when we got promoted that year, 77, 78? That was the year I really got into first. Um, When It was just before we bought Ozzy and Ricky. I think it was Chris Armstrong. Uh, 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 you know, no, Jerry Armstrong, Chris Jones. He was in that same side. So he's one of the early members of the team. Yeah, very sad news. Do we know... What happened to him at all? Or I haven't seen any details.
4: Not, not at the moment. Um, I was inside the stadium when, when I found out this sad news. So uh, I don't know too much about it at the moment. Um, Tim, let's come to you on um, John Perro. Uh, Ventroni because as Kim said there he meant a lot to the players, only been employed uh, by the football club since November 21, uh, of course come along with Antonio Conte Um, uh, Harry Kane said a remarkable man Richarlison said a huge inspiration to me Doherty come out and said an amazing man Uh, Sessignon said he was an amazing person, Ryan Mason said he made such an impact on me, Lucas Moura said I've never worked with anyone who encouraged us and taught us to exceed our limits as much as you did he meant a lot to this football club
6: I mean, just, yeah, just saying those quotes, I mean, you, you look at, it, he's only been there, what, less than a year? And, and for yeah. players, like like you said, I'm not saying it wouldn't affect other players, but for all the players to come out and say what they've said, like especially um, what Harry Kane said, you know, it's affected him, The his words and his wisdom will affect him for the rest of his life, you know, that's pretty powerful stuff. Um, yeah. And, you know, clearly, again, everyone sort of saw the scenes. I know you're out there, Chris, in the, uh, the pre-season tour, when, when Kane's on the floor, you know, being sick and just, and work to the absolute death but they you know they, they kept coming back for more didn't they you know all, all I keep reading is you know, Eric Dyer but made a quote as well about you know uh, just missing the, the, the early morning gym sessions and I can't imagine how hard they were but it just shows you the respect they have for the guy I think it might have been Richarlison said um said about you know um he always took me to my limits and then you can imagine um uh, uh the guy the guys sort of saying you know, well the, you have no limits so he just seems like such a positive guy and um I think the real the real impressive thing for me is it's one thing someone's got a long-term illness and I'm not saying it's any worse or any better yeah it, it's still a terrible situation but for it to be so sudden I mean yeah he, he was hugging someone once in the after the um, the son hat trick against Leicester so yeah that was sort two weeks ago and, and for it to be this so so such a devastating loss so suddenly and then the the players like Ricky said before it's just like expecting You've lost a loved one, you've lost your dad, you lost, you know, you're, you're some really close to you, and the next day you're going to work. It's just, um, it's unheard of yeah. what they've had to do to sort of you know to turn that around and, and put a performance on today and to win a game away at Brighton, who are in great form, you know, top four at the moment. Uh, it's just unbelievable for from the guys, really. And yeah, you know, I don't know, we'll come on to I thought we played pretty, pretty solidly and um, and pretty front foot stuff as well, which is really really good to see.
4: Tim, let's stay with you. Let's talk about the um, lineup today. Um, Antonio Conte made four changes. Um, the team was as follows. Hugo Lloris, Matt Doherty, uh, Romero, Dyer, Davis, Sessegnon, Benton Kerr, Basuma, Son and Kane. The subs today was uh, Forster, Spence, Sanchez, Lengley, Perisic, Skip, Saar, Brian Hill and Richarlison. Uh, four changes for Antonio Conte. Were you surprised today? Um, I think it's been a long
6: time coming, the three five two. Everyone yeah, I know a lot of the fan base have been crying out for it. Um it's the thing is that, I mean, it, it worked. It was great. I just think, yeah, the players he's put in there. For me, I mean, Doherty looks really rusty. Um, first half particularly. I know he improved second half. Um scared the ball away. Uh, that you know, went down the um uh, obviously, down the wing uh, in the first half, you know, simple cutback to start of goal, and um, just sort of just seems a bit slow and off the ball. But I guess that's, that's understandable. He's not played much football recently. Uh, and Basuma again wasn't wasn't massively impressed with Basuma. Um, I know again he's probably really rusty. hasn't played many games. So I think I think the formation's right, and um, yeah, people were crying out for for those guys to come in. Um, just whether they did enough. But again, you got to look at the circumstances. You know, those guys are coming in. Haven't played much football, you know. Come off international break um, as a as a team. I think I just think it was a really sol- like a solid performance, as the world kind of describe it. Um, at no point did I really think we were massively under threat. I know they had a couple of chances here and there. Larice made some very makeable saves, uh, but I never, apart from that last fifteen minutes. I know we said it in the green room before. The last fifteen minutes, I was just thinking we get picked off. But um, I, I thought it was just a really solid solid performance. It's Cessonion down the um, down the left. I can't. It's so frustrating with on. I just—it's just this final ball every time. Every time he gets down that wing, I think he's—he's he's absolutely nailed, nailed it. And then this cross comes in. I think, well, where's Perisic? Because I want Perisic delivery. I kind of yeah. want to combine the two. It's just, if you had the youth, the youth of on and the delivery of Perisic, you've got a player and a half there. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad he made the changes. So I'm glad we had to change something because it was just getting a bit stale again against Frankfurt. I thought we played. Pretty solidly. Again, on another day, we win that three-three or four-one potentially three or four-two. Um, it's just getting that that final ball, isn't it? I think it's the same uh, same thing throughout many games this season. It's that final final third where we seem to be lacking a bit. But um, yeah, I was, I'm glad Ricky, he made the changes. At least.
4: Ricky, let's come to you on Tuesday evening. Um, we spoke after the game, and we all thought that Perisic would come in um, at right wing back. Well, of course, Matt Doherty played today. Were you surprised by that decision?
0: Well, I actually said I, I called uh, the 352 after that show with Basuma mm-hmm. coming in and Spence. I thought Spence was going to get his, his first start. Uh, well, I was I was trying to project it anyway. Richard um, thinking,
6: Rich. rich was yeah, thinking.
0: Yeah, it's exactly, exactly, exactly <laughs> what it was. You know, you know, you know they say like, uh, what is it called? The law of attraction, right? So I was trying to put it out there to try and make it happen. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, it didn't go that way. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, like Tim was saying, it was good to see the three-five-two. 5 2 You know, I, I feel that there was, I think there was loads of positives. There there were a couple of negatives today, but I think there was loads of positives today. I, I think that, um, you know, Doherty wasn't awful. Um, I, I know what Tim was saying there, uh, but like, uh, it, you know, it's his first game in ages, especially in the top shirt, but his posi- positioning was cool. Go on.
4: He looks He, he looks like a right wing back.
0: He, he did. He looked very comfortable in that position and he knew what to do. I, I felt that even him, apart from the ball that got knocked by him in the 85th minute or something like that. And the guy just sprinted past him. But the majority of the time he covered well, his body positioning was well defensively and he, he looked like he could put in a cross, you know, he didn't find everyone, but it looked a little bit better than em- Emerson's crossing going on. And, you know, if, um, if, the, the link up between him and Session, Session as well, it, it was just off. Obviously, they when one of them put a cross in, it just got blocked, or you know, they didn't look up quick enough. But th- there was that link up for the first time in a long yeah. time that we've, we, we've seen. Um, Session started and uh, done well for a, a, a lot of the time. I felt he's still off, but again, run of games for him. And the fact that the manager trusts him and believes in him, I think there's a lot more to come from him. He didn't rip up any trees, um, but I, I thought he done well. I thought he done well. Um, that,
6: that, they had that one link-up, Rick, didn't they? first half, Cesare uh, down, down the left and that crossed in. And obviously, I mean, it was a tough chance for Doherty to finish. But I remember yeah. last season, when they linked up, I can't remember the game now, but um, that, yeah. I guess that's what, he's, that's what he's going for, isn't it? It's getting those wing yeah. backs down flying, down, flying down the wings, overlap on the other side, and hopefully, you know, someone sort of can finish a chance, maybe.
0: Yeah, and, and, it and made, look at that... Leads away, yeah. I
6: think it was. It was leads away, that's it, yeah.
0: And and look at that togetherness again within the team when, when he made a block in the... I can't remember, in the second half, but Dyer mm-hmm. went up to him and grabbed him and, you know, shouted in his ear. And there was... There, you know they're friends. We know they're friends. We've seen it. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Spurs TV and all, all of the uh, preseason season uh, footage and stuff. But to see that, that togetherness as well, they had his back. I, I thought they'd done all right. I mean... Uh, I think a big positive as well was um, the maturity and uh, the, 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 the kind of team play that Harry Kane had today because there was two free kicks and he stepped away from them. Let Sonny have them, you know? And, and I think that's a positive for the future. Um, so, so there was a lot going on. We did get to rest a, a couple of players. I do think in the first 30 minutes, we was pretty much in control. We started well. We was on the front foot. I think once we scored... Um, and after about 30 minutes, soon as Hoiberg lost that first ball, for that, that last 15 minutes of the first half, uh, we backed off and we started to kind of play within ourselves, um, but overall, a, a, a good game, you know, uh, the, the only one negative I would say about it was, was too much back-passing, uh, you know, use it, definitely use it as an option, but... You know, I did think that maybe Lloris had too many touches today. He, his kicking was better today, you know. It, it wasn't great, but it was better than last week. So, th- th- there's a little improvement. But, um, yeah, I thought there was just too much back play today. And I think there should be more forward passes. And the last thing, on he his game changed as soon as he got the yellow card. I, I, I mm-hmm. like that in the first half, he was he was doing first-time passes and trying to get things off quickly and trying to increase the pace of the play. But after that yellow card, um, that all changed and he became a lot more conservative.
4: Kim, let's come to you. Were you surprised that Conte made four changes and uh, changed the formation today?
5: Not really. I think everyone was crying out for 3-5-2, even before the Arsenal game. Um, I think we was all open. I think a lot of us feared we'd get overrun there, and we did. And... uh, yeah, so I think in changing it today, it was another tough away game with a team that, that uh, you know, got a good record and especially at home. And I, I don't think we could have afforded to sort of go out any other way and and, and be overrun there. I thought, um, you know, Davis comes, he just slots back in like an unsung hero every time, you know, he's not yeah, played, he's, he's playing, knows, back yeah. in. He's, you know, you just he's one of these players you don't notice so much. He's there, but he just... He's just so reliable, you know. He, he deserves a special mention. I thought, Doc, I thought for his first game back, especially after the comments that were made about him, and you hit the nail on the head, Chris, when you said he looks like a right-wing back. You just think, after today's performance, I noticed as well, Dyer going over to him. Obviously, they are pals, word in the ear, bit of encouragement, he's obviously, he had a really bad injury, you know, it must be so hard when you come back from, a, from an injury like that, you know, and uh, you know, but he does look like, it. I even thought in that, I know sort of he didn't get that early crossing, and he sort of messed up, but he could have put it across, but he got himself in the position, and like, I don't know, it's just, you think like, give it a few more games, and he can create You know, so many chances than perhaps. I know Emerson's good at defending, but attack-wise, he lacks lacks for me going forward. And um, I thought Basuma, I don't know what's gone wrong with Basuma. I was so excited when we signed him because I just thought, wow, what a player. He's always, like, troubled us when we've played against him in the past. I can't understand. He's not like we've brought in a player that's not used to the Premier League. Um, you know he's been in it for grass now. Is how long? W- what is? I don't understand the issue. Do you?
4: Well, the fact that we're playing three centre midfielders. Um, do you, That was a question that I was going to come on to actually to ask all three of you. Do you think that that is our best formation? And do you think that three midfielders actually worked? Tim, let's come to you on that. Do
6: you know? I I think it is because we've been overrun, haven't over we? Midfield last couple of games. If, if not going back before that, like even some of the games when I, I played at the stadium for the Wolves game. Um, and we kind of got overrun in that game, even at home. I, d- I just think for the first time in a long time, I sort of watched this in the first half and it felt in control for me. So yeah, I, I thought we overran, you yeah, know, we dominate possession. We sort of dominated the game after that sort of initial phase when they sort of came at us. I never felt in, in jeopardy at all. And that was... I, 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 yeah, for my, for me, that's because we played for in the middle. Um, had we played that last week, would things have been different? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I like the three. I just again, I was trying to watch in, in intently because I just thought thought I think the the, the last game, he not getting a yellow in the last game as well, and I think that kind of put him off the game as well. Um, the last the last time he sort of um, had a run out. West West Ham. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He got an early yellow, and that, and again, it's the same. Thing, like, like I think Kim said earlier, once you get that early yellow, you're always on a knife edge, aren't you? You're the worst thing to get sent off. So, I just, yeah, I, I, th- I think, th- I think that three in the midfield is the way to go. It's just what three, isn't it? It's whether it's skip comes in or, or whether it's Pissum if he can turn around. But yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same as Kim. I am perplexed how a player can be unbelievable. You know, we got him for for, for the price, which we probably should have paid for him had he not been on the last year of contract. And um, he just looks like a, he just looks bereft of confidence for me. It's just um, yeah, whether that's a run of games that will fix that. I, I just don't know what the answer is. But um, yeah, you kind of wish you wish you, you wish you'd be able to do it. I just don't know what the answer is. It's just it's a shame, really.
4: Rick, same question to you because uh, Kim mentions there about don't know what's gone wrong with Basuma. Um Oliver Skip equally must be very disappointed not getting starts.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 this is this is Conte, and he's going to put in who he trusts, right? And it was an important game today. So, who do you trust? Hoiberg is, is ever-present. You know, he, he, he never shies away from anything, whether that be a challenge or standing up or trying to put a ball over the top or, you know, even taking a shot and scoring. He scored a couple this season himself. Benson Kerr is, is the neat, tidy, composed <clears throat> midfielder that can deal with uh, opposition players that surround him and he can, you know, move his little twinkle toes and get out and try and push the ball forward. He's got the forward pass. So, you know, Conte trusts both of them. And then we've just brought Basuma in. So we're trying to integrate him. I think the I, I think for the first time for Basuma, he's been questioned. I think before at Brighton he was allowed to blossom and be guided and kind of, you know, coach. And 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 I think he blossomed into the team. But right now he's being questioned. You know, Conte's like, no, 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 no. Old tight a minute. I, I love what you bring to the table, but this is what we need you to do. You know, look at the discipline that the Heuberg and Bentko had against Frankfurt the other night. Every time that a defender went forward, whether that be the left centre back Longley or Romero or something like that, they all slotted into the defence and they all covered each other. And if you're, especially if you're playing in a two, you need to be very disciplined, it, both ends of the pitch. Plus with energy, plus with stamina, plus with guile, plus with intelligent. Uh, movement and passing, you know. Uh, in a three, it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier in the sense of you've got more people to cover. But again, it's a, it's a different job. So right now, he's being questioned. It's, it's not it, it, his ability is being questioned. It's can you, you know, uh, turn up your tactical IQ brain and, and get to doing what I need you to do. You know, Conte is, a, is, is very militant. Is, you know, he drills those players, and, and routine is a really important part of his process. So he's the one, he told us last week about Spence. He's the one that sees him in training, so we have to trust him. But with these amount of games coming in, it's time to bring him in. So if you don't give him any time, we're going to be, we're gonna be in, a, in, in dire straits in the sense that if one of those two midfielders go and then we've got to rely on a Basuma coming in that's not ready or a Skippy that's not coming in that's not ready, Then they were going to have a little bit of problems. But um, he brought Skippy on today. We know that he's a big fan of Skippy and Skip will get his time. Um, I think if we would have gone two goals up at least, I think Hoiberg might have got rested or or Benton Kerr might have got rested because they've had three games this week, you know, so... Uh, but it was just because it was on a knife head and it was one mil that we had to keep him what was trusted. So Skippy is a Tottenham boy. He will keep his head on his shoulders and he will keep working and he'll keep being ready for when he's called upon. And I'm sure that he will get his opportunity and he will take it.
4: Kim, we had a, a fairly decent transfer window. Um, and up until this point, Antonio Conte has not really rotated a lot of the starting 11. Are you surprised by that?
5: Well, yeah. I mean, Basuma is one that I, I am really surprised by because, as, as I just said, like, you know, he was, he, he's given us so much trouble in the past, you know. And there was, a, I think, many clubs. When we bought him, I saw every other fan was saying, oh, my God, they've got him cheap and this, that, and the other. And you just yeah. think he's going to come straight in somewhere. And shine, but I do get what you said, because I think Bentecourt and Holberg Holberg had had such a good game today. They're reliable. But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, the transfer window, you know, I mean, Richarlison, I think he's doing the job and it's great. I mean, when Kane got the knock towards the end of the day, I thought, oh, my God, no. Like, is he going to make Wednesday? But like you know, and obviously he said in the interview that he was fine. But at least you know you got Richarlison there, so he's going to get games, whatever Richarlison. You know, um, it's uh, I, I don't know. I I am a bit I am a bit shocked by the transfer window. As in, yeah, I mean, you think in like. I, you think Spence will get a chance here and there, or some more minutes when, like in a couple of games, where we're within a few goals up. I I am surprised that 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 more of them haven't really been rotated in that. I mean, whether that changes as the season go on, I don't know. I, I mean, what do you
0: think?
4: I think that it's going to take time for Jed Spence to get a chance, if I'm completely honest. And I keep saying this. I'm so surprised that we did not sign a right wing back in the window to walk straight into the team. Um, That that is one thing that really, really does surprise me. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about Antonio Conte, because this week um, I personally cannot believe how much negativity there has been on our manager, our world class manager, the magician, the conductor—I call him Tim. Let's come to you on this. Can you believe how much negativity there has been about Conte?
6: Yeah, I mean, I so I listened to your um, your sort of sixty-second podcast, but I, I completely agree. I think it's everyone's got short memories, haven't they? I mean, it's, you know, we're like, we're, like, we're a year away from when it was utter disaster, right? So we didn't know where we were going or what we were doing. And i yeah. come in, yeah, and I completely agree. I, yeah, if we don't sign him up as quickly as we can, then who's the next who's coming in next that's going to be better? I mean, who's going to be to turn the team around to get top four? I mean, I just never thought we had a chance, I, yeah, I hoped we did, but I just thought we'd, we'd come just short. But to, to you know, to overall Arsenal, or even to get close to top four, was just an unbelievable achievement. He's had one transfer window, yeah, we bought, yeah, we. I thought we bought pretty well. Uh it hasn't quite worked as I expected it to. A bit like what Kim said, I thought Basuma comes flying into the team, you know, smashing it out front from day one. It, it hasn't worked, or he can't it, the assistance doesn't fit at the moment. But to give him, yeah, he keeps saying the same thing. Give me, give me two or three transfer windows and I'll build a team. And that's what we're trying to do. I just I, I do get it because I'm watching the games and I'm like, I want us to go gung ho. And the end of last season, you look at the form, Yeah, you know, we were ripping teams apart. i w I'm went to the home games in the south stand for the Everton game and we, we ripped them apart. It was a great performance. We were scoring goals, free-flowing football. Uh, you know, And we, we steam-trained our way to the end of the season, including the North London derby. So I get where we sort of ended on a high and we've kind of like, we've got the results but the performances haven't quite been there. Um, but to be, what are we now? 6-2-1. Six, Six wins, two draws, one loss. It's just it's just an unbelievable start. We haven't played amazing teams. we played the North London derby, got two draws away against our Local rivals it was tough teams. I mean, you, if you'd have asked any Spurs fan that before the season, they'd have just bitten you out, bitten your armour for of that. I mean, admittedly, it's annoying after the buffer still, but um, yeah, I just, I just think yeah, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm surprised, but not massively shocked because I know the DNA of Spurs is to play free front football, and it's not quite been that way. I just think. One of these days, we're going to click into it. And I'm a bit like Ricky. I'm very, I'm, I'm more on the half full rather than half empty. I just think one day we're going to click. And, you know, Son and Kane... I don't think Son and Kane have clicked anything like they can. You know, uh, yeah. last season, season before, even under Mourinho, I mean, they were just on fire, weren't they? Son still looks off... The, he just doesn't look like he's quite there. That run he had first half, he gets caught in two minds, doesn't he? Son's amazing when he just goes direct and goes one or two things. He either passes or he just shoots and scores. He got caught into your minds and just got caught with the ball. So, I just think if he... If we can get some back to where he was, get Kane back to where he was, Kane's still going scoring goals, but performance wise, I still think he's got a bit to give. Yeah, we 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 will we will rip a team apart at some point and then and then the then the fan base might turn around. I just I, I, I am on in your camp now. I'm very, very surprised that it's it's so it's so negative because we've won six games, drawn two and lost one. It just seems bizarre to me.
4: Yeah, I I just think when when it does click and when when we do get out of first gear, um, yeah. I think it's going to be very exciting. And I think that if we had two decent uh, wing backs in this Tottenham Hotspur team, I think we would create so much more, and it would help. Yeah, um, Ricky, um, the the uh, criticism of Antonio Conte. Do you think it's fair this week? I mean, because of course, it, it's been really after that Arsenal game, hasn't it?
0: I, I can understand critiquing. I can understand that. And I can understand in the North London Derby, you know, um, bring, bringing the subs on at 70 minutes. It's almost like wa- waving the white flag. I can understand that it's an emotional game. It means a lot to all of us. So our emotions are high in it and it hurts a little bit more if, if we do lose. And so I can understand a, a kind of a, a reactive, um, emotional response, but, uh, you know, like, like Tim was saying there, you've you've got to think back to where we was before we turned up, and you know we were rudderless. We had no direction. We had no yeah. pattern of play. We had no plan. We, it, you know, the boys looked lethargic. They didn't look up for it. They didn't look on it. We could have sold the the whole eleven. We we can see. We, we it was so bad that every Spurs fan didn't mind if Harry Kane signed for Man City that summer you know before that we've had new, and you know we, we've had Nuno Mourinho Mason you know it, it, we've we've gone through a really tough time of it after Pochettino and finally we've found somebody where, who is world class you know is at the top of his game knows how to manage a game for whatever his reason is is his reason and we need to trust him we can critique of course because he's risen the bar he's risen the standard and he's re- risen the expectation from all of us all of our fans so when we see it click, when we see them do a steam, steam train like uh, Tim was saying there at the end of the season, when we see them go through the gears against Southampton at the mm. beginning of the season, when we see them um, uh, start to click against uh, Leicester, um, when you see the unity and the togetherness to not only win with a clean sheet, but, but to go through an emotional bereavement and still do it on top of that today, there's a lot to come from this Tottenham team. We are not a defensive team. We can be defensive if we are not clicking within the game, then of course everybody gets pushed back. So then the backfire, uh, the, 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 the back three becomes a back five, and, and, and then the midfield drops, and then the, 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 the two up front might drop as well. So of course it becomes defensive. But when we do click, when, when it is clicking, think about those examples, and you can see that this Spurs team is an uh, attacking front footed team. You know, it just needs to click. We saw an example of it against Frankfurt. We could have won that game 3-4-0. You know, it was just that final pass. It was just that final little bit. And so with with all of that going on, we we have also kind of, um, you know, we've got to a good place in the Champions League. It it hasn't been perfect, but we've got the World Cup coming up as well when the second half of the season is going to be absolutely, totally different for Conte on top of another transfer window. You know, and who knows what's gonna happen during that time. But to 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 criticize him and to call for his head, I mean, you've got to be crazy, you've got to be crazy. Yeah. He, he, this man is showing passion. Look, look at him. He went up and he appreciated every one of those away fans. Chris, you was there, you can verify it with your own eyes. He came for the fans, he walked up to you, he pumped his fist. That wasn't just for the win, but that was for everything, for the togetherness, for for, for the support. For, for, for the songs, for standing, for, for giving the boys and him that extra bit of energy to stand up and to care about the game and to get through it and to focus on it, even though it, all this emotion is swirling around, not only him, but every one of his staff and every one of those boys. Have I, cu- have I cut the stream? <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I crashed it then, bruv, with my, with my rant. <laughs> But no, you full know, passion. So I thinking, love it. I love it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, th- I think that you can critique him, and and you can you can hold him to his own standards. But to call for his head or to call for the sack right now is absolutely bonkers. You know, we've got a man with a mission that wants to be at Tottenham, that is loving it, and that is up for the mission of getting us to the place that we all dream to be. We've got a director of football that's, that's working in tandem with the manager that we've got right there, who wants to kind of do and, and progress and, and fulfil this mission. You know, Levy, I know there's a criticism about the war chest, but Levy released those funds early so that we could get started early. Could we, should have we done more? Of course we could have, of course we should have, but we've still got another January winter to come. So listen, trust him, back him. When they're dipping, roar them on. The same way you did today, the same way you did against the Gooners last year, the same way you, you, you do, Every single time, to the home fans and the away fans that go and watch his team, when, you, when you're called upon, you do always deliver. And when they're dipping, we need to start delivering even more. Pick them up. Don't doubt Conte. Trust him. Every time there's a bump in the road, he sees it first and he goes to work and he puts them boys to work and holds them to account. So trust him. It's not, it's not perfect right now, but it's coming.
4: It was so nice today, actually. Just as we were kicking off, the the crowd was singing uh, Antonio Conte's name and uh, the fans hadn't sung it in the previous two games at Arsenal or at Frankfurt away. Uh, So that was nice that that was back today. Um, Kim, um, let's come to you on the same subject, Antonio Conte. Um, Do you think it's unfair criticism over this last week for him?
5: Yeah, I do. And I I actually think he did the right thing, um, bringing the players off with a game on Tuesday. The game was gone. I'd rather bring more defensive players off and keep the score down. I wouldn't want to lose five there or six. You know, the game was gone. We was getting nothing out of that. I know you might say different. I, I was watching it indoors. It might be different if you've travelled and got gone a lot of miles and paid for your ticket. But for me, I think he did the right thing to try and keep the score down. Um, I also think that we're really missing Kulachevsky at the moment. I, yeah, I love Kulachewski. Right, right. He brings us something different. The way he runs at people down the right, the way he can just come up with a peach of a goal. I think he brings, where we haven't got the right wing-back we need, he gives us something down, down that side that, we do need the way he sort of just weaves in it. He's just like a, such a big leg to run at defenders. They don't know what to do about him, you know? Um, so I think, I hope his is not too um, thing. but I think something, yeah, I've just got to pick up on something you said, Chris about the the win backs i think that they're still our biggest problem and i do agree with you that that was the one issue we was all sitting here this time last well this season last season and saying oh like we only have with these win backs you know we're looking back i suppose to like the rose and walker the the, the days when but we need something in that position i can't believe the one thing i can't believe and i'm not knocking him i know he's tried hard and he can defend, but he's not in the right formation. There is that we've started the season with Emerson. I just can't. Yeah. And we're yeah, still, he's still, he still can't cross a ball, you know. And I don't know whether he's ever going to be. I, I really wish him well. And I, I, you know, I've seen all the reports about he spent all this money and to improve his game. And that's wonderful. And he does seem like a really good lad. But he, he, I don't think he's ever going to be the answer for us. And uh, uh, picking up on, 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 like, another earlier comment about says you know, he, he had a good game today overall, but his final ball is trying to ball,
6: Kim, like, every know, time, every time. Yeah, It's, it's the same, I, I completely, like, if you name me one Spurs fan that thinks when Emerson goes down that goes down that wing, he's going to get a picture of delivery. It's just not grappling, is it? It's just that... It's so hard because someone tries so hard. And like you said, all that money you spent, you're thinking,
7: yeah.
6: you just, you're but just willing him. You're willing, him, you're so willing him to do it, aren't you? You're willing him to do it. I just think he's just not got that. He's just, but well, he's not a, a wing-back, is he? He's a, he's a right-back, no. naturally. So we've just got to kind of think, you know, if we're playing this system, like we've all, yeah, all of us said the same thing. It's so critical, that position. And again, you look at Perisic. She hasn't got the legs, but his delivery, he, he, well, he's counted for so many goals this season already, hasn't it? And you just trust him. if he gets down that wing, it's gonna be a goal, so we a good chance at least. Whereas so the others, you, you assume it's gonna be corner, it, it, it's
7: corners.
4: In your opinion, and I'll ask all of you this question in your opinion, Kim, um, who are the best uh, wing backs at the club?
5: Oh dear, that is a real tough question. Um,
4: <laughs> if, if you were the manager, Kim, and you had to pick the two wing backs, who would you go with?
5: God. Well, listen, no one knows what goes. I think I'd, I think I'd give Spence a chance. I mean, from what I've seen down that side, or perhaps when Chesky is fit, if there's, you know, if the, you know, I thought it was a shame when I know nobody's dropped it in, in this team. They're rotated, but we haven't rotated Kane, and we didn't rotate Sonny at the time. I thought he was really unlucky at that point um, to be rotated Kulachevsky, because I think he can be one of our, you know, most different players in in a lot of games. Um, Perhaps try him in there. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? He gives so much down that side. Perhaps try him on a right. I really don't know. Well, and along the left, I really don't. We just haven't got... They're the two positions that really, really... I'm not saying Cesc can't be good in the future, but, he, he you know, he's got to learn to cross the ball as well because every time, like, him and Emerson bomb down there or whatever comes off of it, you just can't see, especially with Emerson, a final result. And that was the one thing about Doherty today that I did feel, even though he obviously wasn't match fit, it was his first game, I did feel like a couple of times he went down. That, as you said, Chris...
6: He looked like a right wing rat, you know. Yeah, the the, the well, sorry, the of last season that little purple patch he had, because yeah. he was on fire, wasn't he, for three or four, yeah, maybe five games before he got injured as a Villa, Villa wasn't it? he? Got injured.
7: Yeah,
6: and he he his creation at that point was amazing. I mean, if you could get him to that, at least you solve kind of one problem, well, maybe temporarily. Maybe he's not a good long term, but. I thought he was, again, when went to the Everton game, he was unreal like, against Everton at home last season when we won sort 5-0. Of, um, it's just, yeah, it's just so frustrating because we know the system we're trying to play and we know we just haven't got the ability on those wings to do what we need it to do. It's just, this was straight. I mean, Kane must be tearing his hair out half the time, but I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's just... Got to try I think, and, to try and work what we got.
7: Trying
5: Spence on a... Uh, with a 3-5... To, but, to, but to, you know, trying Spence, perhaps... You know, in a game, perhaps that I'm not, you know, obviously there's no games you're expected to win in the Premier League, but perhaps, you know, in a game we're more expected to, you know, win in a home game and just give him a chance and see what he could do. Because really, when you look at it, sometimes we haven't got anything to lose by trying him. Mm. He's, it's not like he didn't have a good season. Obviously, we have no idea what goes on in training or whether he's ready, but. You're never going to know if he's ready unless you give him a a chance. There's no point playing him, perhaps, if we get, you know, Blackpool or someone in the League Cup because we're not going to know if he can cut it in the prem. I don't know what the answer is, really. But, uh, you know, as you said, like, you know, Doherty could be a short-term problem down one side. And I suppose that's the other, going back to the question. But... But but obviously Perisic is great, but not got the. You want him at the important games, don't you? You want him in the Champions yep. League. You want him, you know. But he's, you know, I love his passing. He, he's got a good quality pass. Takes a great corner. You know, he's uh, he's quality. You Classic. know, I'm glad we brought him in, to, if not to teach the others, whatever. You know.
4: Uh, Tim, what what two names would you go with the, 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 so, the uh, best uh, backs.
6: I asked this question because I put this on the last one on Spurs and Al- when Alistair Gold was there and he had the same reaction as you guys it's like no one can really answer it but I think a, a bit, you know my half full mind says to me give Spence a chance because I think his delivery can't be any worse than Emerson's and Docherty obviously whether he's coming to form or not I think you've just got to give him a chance whether that is against Forest in the League Cup probably I don't know uh, I-, I would go Spence and Perisic if you can get the games out of Perisic but obviously you know Perisic this season has been great defending wise. He's been caught a few times, but you just got to accept he's, you know, he's a 33 year old bloke, isn't he? Uh, 33, 34. Um, he's going to get caught, but his delivery, as Kim said, his corners are amazing. His 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 crossing is second to none. He's a class player. So if you have to nail me on it, I go I go Spence Spence and Perisic, and I'd have Spence bombing up and down left, you know, all the time. Um, I just give him a run of games. You just never know. It's just I, I don't think he will. I think the reality is doesn't fancy him probably probably would need a couple of injuries or something to give him a chance. But I'd, I'd go with
4: that. I know this might upset a few people, but I'm going to go with Perisic and Doherty. Uh, I just don't think that Conte trusts Spence at the moment. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he will be a good okay. player for the future. Um, Ricky, before I ask you the same question, Roy Price writes on screen, Ricky is correct. Uh, Antonio Conte is far the best coach that we've had for a very long time. We are building and patience is required. Absolutely, Roy, I completely agree. Uh, Rick, who are the best two wing-backs? It's, I
0: mean, okay, so the best two wing-backs for me, I'm going to agree with Tim with, to, to say Perisic on the left and, and Spence on the right. But on a performance within a Spurs shirt, okay, because we haven't really, we've only seen a minute or two of Spence in a Spurs shirt. On the evidence of the performances in a Spurs shirt, E looked more comfortable in that position. So you're yeah. if you're going to go that way, um, give him the run of games. And, but what I would like to happen, if you're going to start with Doherty, then at least try and bring Spence on last 15 minutes, last 20 minutes, bring him into the game. Like, let him have a little feel. Because exactly what you're all saying, you know, he's exciting. Um, he's going to want to prove a point. He's going to His performances are going to be high. There are going to be certain na- naive mistakes. But he's got to make him to learn the lesson, you know. Uh, y- you can learn those type of lessons in training all day long, but sometimes they don't sink or it doesn't matter until it really matters, you know. So for for his development, for for his progression, um, I, I, I I I would at least bring him on on the second half of, of games, last fifteen minutes, even if it was the last ten minutes. At least like start like bleeding in bleeding him into the team, but. But on the evidence of
6: what's happening in the Spurs shirt, Perisic and Doherty. you so you've got to think as well. It's, sorry to interrupt, Chris. you got to think. Like Doherty is a, has played no minutes, of, well, hardly at all this season. He's played for Ireland. Didn't have a great game for Ireland. Uh, Emerson's been the preferred you know, wing-back. He's coming for one game, to be fair. I, I don't think he had a great game today, but I agree with some of the comments. Yeah, you've just got to give him a run of games because he got injured at in the end of last season. He's just not had a chance since, since has he? I mean... you're you need a good sort of three or four games to give someone a chance to see what they're gonna do. So if it's me now, i I I think you just give Doherty a run a game, stick with him. Obviously, we've got the, the three games that Emerson's out for anyway. Um I I've got a question is whether Emerson's burnt his bridges now, whether whether you think Conte would still stick with him. Because apparently, you know, Emerson's not great going forward, but he's always been defensively great, makes that mistake against Arsenal. It's quite a critical mistake. Whether Conte still trusts him and, and sticks with him or not, that's the question I've got well, for anyone really, just whether, whether that's going I think happen he does, or... do I,
4: ask, think do he li- I think he really likes him. I think he, yeah, he can totally. see improvements and it's funny because uh, Ricky's face the other night when I said that I can see improvements in Emerson Royale, you know, he tried to take a man on the other night, which was an improvement. <laughs> Um, but but as he said you know um, he's suspended for the next couple of games so it should be interesting Uh, comment on screen now says Session was man of the match today personally for me I'd give it to Pierre-Emil Hoybier or Benton I thought them two in midfield were absolutely sensational Um, Kim who would you who would your man of the match be today
5: the two the two you've mentioned or Eric, Eric Dyer or even Ben Davis I thought you'd come back done a wonderful job just just did his job as he always does He's very underrated, like, I think because he, yeah. don't know, I just, I just think there was, the four that stood out for me was Davis, um, Bentecoe, Holberg, and I think Dyer had a good go.
6: Tim? For me, again, Kim has just mentioned it there, so honestly, I, I hated Eric Dyer, like, not that long ago as well, that, yeah, that whole sort of bum fart that he would have, um, all, all my sort of old junior mates, they just, they just laugh now because I just literally just keep raving about him. I watched him intently today. God, I think he gave the ball away once. I think he uh, made a couple of critical interceptions. He's just been—if there was ever a most improved player that no one ever wants to win that award, did they at kids football? Here be him. He's just been absolutely amazing for me. He played well for England. Just solid, dependable. He's in the right positions. Cuts, cuts the pass out. He reads the game so well. And again, they're doing that whole die ball. Die ball now. They're just they're trying that long ball again. He's got a good ping on him, so. For me, I'll give it to Dyer. But yeah, Javier and Bensicu have been amazing so far. That Although we've been overrunning games, those two in the midfield have been, been great. But I'll give it to Dyer today.
4: Ricky, what about you?
0: So, um, I agree with both Kim and Tim, but I'll give you a little something different.
4: What about you? agree with me as well?
0: <laughs> I, and you, Chris. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Governor. <laughs> Sorry, Ram. Um, but but I've, got, I've got to give it up to all those players that have played three games this week. Um, I think that's a a tremendous effort. And, you know, as we've said, you know, not only the traveling, not only the the effort and the energy that you put into the games, but obviously dealing with the emotions of today as well. To be able to do that is immense. And I'm going to give the man of the match to to, to the team, you know, Um, uh, because they were together. They were a unit. Uh, They looked after each other's backs um, like Spartans today so um, and they got over the line and they 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 not only done it for them but they done it for you know Conte and they done it for Ventrone you know and 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 what a great kind of tribute and and, and way to send tribute by by winning the game like that with with all of the hurdles so I'm going to give it to the team but I agree with every single one of you that have, have put Hoiberg's name or Bentico's name or the boys names forward.
4: Now, let's go to the um, match instance today. Um, Kim, let's start with you. In the third minute, it did make me smile because Harry Kane was standing over a free kick and then he walked away from it and Hun Min Son took the free kick, which forced the goalkeeper into a good save. Nice to see Hun Min Son on the free kicks.
5: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know Harry likes scoring a goal, but you've got to, I think, where well, we keep seeing him score, like some, put some beauties in for, for South Korea, you've got to give him a chance, I and mean, we haven't particularly, we haven't got Ericsson no more, or that really designated free kick um, taker, so yeah, I think it's about time, Harry hasn't had a lot of luck with free t- kicks, I mean, you obviously not dissing Harry, you couldn't wish for a better player and penalty taker, but yeah, I think, let's give Sonny a chance now, and yeah, he did. Yeah, it was. He put it where I it's kind of where I expected him to, and good save off the keeper. Yeah, he deserves to have his chance now with free kicks, I think, don't you?
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, in the 11th minute, Brighton had their first shot on target. Very easy for Larice. A minute later, uh, the incident that you spoke about earlier, Tim, um, Sessignon, great cross, Doherty over the bar. You would expect him to do better there, wouldn't you?
6: Yeah, I think, um. I think Doherty in form last season, you know, those that's that's say that purple patch of six or seven games that he had, he probably scores that. I mean, it's, it's come to him. It's a half volley, wasn't it? But you sort of expect. I mean, that's 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 Conte ball, isn't it? it's, 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 so wing is not it? So wingers down the down that down wide, Kane's on in the middle. They're getting marked up. You've got the the overlap on the other side, and you hope it works both ways. So, um, yeah, I expect him to finish it. But um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that's a, that's a sign of things to come, isn't it?
4: Ricky, I know you've got to go shortly. Last question for you. Um, in the 21st minute, Hunmin Son uh, played a great ball to um, Rodrigo Benton Kerr. He shot. It looked like he was going in the bottom corner. Sanchez made a good save. Nice to see Benton Kerr having a shot or two.
0: Yeah, but that, but that was the advantage of having Basuma in the team. You know, uh, you saw Benton Kerr making those, those runs, not only into the box but being available, or just on the edge of the box or overlapping and, and again, creating chaos. You know, the same with um, Hoiberg on the other side. He was everywhere. He was everywhere and, and trying to make things happen and trying to, trying to keep the ball ticking over and taking responsibility for everything. So, you know, the fact that Benton could have a shot like that and he's encouraged to uh, take more shots, I, I think it's a good thing for the team. You know, um, it was unlucky. It was a great shot, great strike. He was unlucky not to score there. But, um, boy, uh, it, you know, that could be a, thing, a, a sign of things to come.
4: Well, Ricky, I know you've got to go now. So thanks so much for coming on and tell everyone where they can find you uh, on social media and what you're up to at the moment.
0: Um, Everyone knows where they can find me by now. You can find me at Ricky J Norwood on Twitter and official Ricky Norwood on Insta. Um, Yeah. I've got a few events. Oh, easy. I've got a few events and bits and pieces going on. So when I can announce something, I will let you know. But um, listen, do not miss out on the Tim Winston rave at the end of this show. He's going to rock everybody's world. And I'm I'm upset that I've got to miss it. I'm upset that I've got to miss it. But make sure you guys stay locked for that, man. It's going to be immense. I'm going to watch it back later when I get in. But always great to be on. Chris, thanks for having me, my friend. Kim, lovely to see you again. Tim, you're the man, bro. Keep rocking the crowd with all the songs and... Keep them singing, I'm my try, friend. Mate. Keep them singing. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. And what a great win to the boys.
4: Well, well thank you, Ricky. And have, have, have a good time in Watford tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going. I'm getting out of
2: it. Love guys. Take it easy. Bump,
6: bump into the 16 managers they've lost in the last couple uh, <laughs> of years. Oh, my
0: God.
2: I'm going. Get out of it. Love guys. Yeah,
0: miss-
4: Kim, David. let's come to you, um, because, of course, uh, the goal came in the 22nd minute. Um, Harry Kane finished it off with a header after great work from Hunmin Son. Harry Kane, um, in his celebration, pointed to the sky in tribute to the late John Piero Ventroni. Um, a fantastic move from Hunmin Son, who has actually got, you know, has received a lot of criticism, uh, you know, so far this season from a number of Tottenham Hotspur fans.
5: Is it me? Yeah, sorry. I didn't know if you said Tim or Kim. Sorry, sorry. Kim. Um, yeah, no, I mean, listen, you can't criticise Sonny. Look at him last season. He went for a dry spell last season where he looked a bit tired, looked a bit this. He'll bounce back. he would be brilliant towards the end of the season. You mark my words. I've always got faith in Sonny. Um, you know, he, yeah. He, whether it, it, it was Whether it was meant for a shot or a cross, I don't know. But Harry got his head on it and... I saw I wondered if the if Bart, well obviously they were called into it. I wondered if it was going to be given off even though it didn't look it. You never know these days. You can't really celebrate anything anymore. But um yeah, no, I mean it was a it was a great goal and uh, but I don't know why Sonny's getting sick. People have got such short memories. Some Spurs, then again, are these real Spurs fans that come out with all this. Stuff, you know, it makes yeah. you wonder sometimes. I mean, if there wasn't for social media, we wouldn't be hearing any of this. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's uh yeah, I mean, you don't know who's putting these posts up and calling for whoever's ed and that, do you? It's uh, but it's very unjust and stick. He's, he's done a lot of traveling recently, uh, you know, going to play for South Korea and stuff. He looks a little bit tired, sonny. I'll say that, you know. Um and hopefully once Kulu's back, but, you know, I just hope he's the type, well, he was all right being rested when he come back on against, like uh, against Leicester. I just hope, like, he doesn't feel, because Sonny always seems like a player to me, like, you know, like a young lad that needs an arm around his shoulder. I just yeah. hope if he's rested for a couple of games, there's no dropped in this in this um, kind of formation now, not with Charleston there. I just hope if he's rested for a game or two that he takes it on the chin and, and, like, uses that rest time and comes back and does what he did, like, against Leicester. Because that that's what rotation's all about. And we've got, you know, four good forwards now to to do that with, like, Chris, you know?
4: That is now 12 goals in his last 12 Premier League games for Harry Kane, uh, Tim. Um, he's getting very close to Jimmy Greaves' record now. Surely he's going he's gonna to break that.
6: Do you know what? For me, again, you look at that goal. So again, I, I, I had the same opinion of Kim, but he looked on the line. Yeah, if you look, if you actually look at the, the, the slow mo replay, he's looked on the line. He's such an intelligent footballer. It's just ridiculous. He just, you know, he's just timed this run perfectly. He looked on the line and thought, right, I'm on side every day. He's just, and he's just phenomenal. And he still gets doubted. And again, he's, it just annoys me. You know, it's just, um, he, he's going to smash Jimmy Bruce's record. Uh, admittedly, Ernie Harlan might be two weeks behind him. By the way, the rate he's scoring at the moment, but, um. Yeah, he's an incredible, incredible footballer, isn't he, for for club and country. And long may that continue for us. Uh, Hopefully a new contract. That's the the big question mark now, isn't it? Again, I've seen a few things in the press that that's not particularly close. But hopefully um, we do sign him up because, again, he's always there. Always there. Every game. You look today, it's a who'll draw without Harry Kane, isn't it? So it's, it's it's just an immense footballer.
4: Tim, what have, you, what have you made of Hunmin Son so far this season? Because i tell you what, that, you know, even Peter Crouch on Tuesday said that Hunmin Son might be trying too hard, trying to be too precise in putting it in the top corner. Um, I felt that yeah. Hunmin Son worked extremely hard today. And, you know, for those people saying that he's lacking confidence at the moment, when I watched him before the game started um, in the training session, he was putting every single shot, top corner and finishing every single one of them.
6: It's just uh, again, <laughs> again, it's the same same thing with the, the people that are criticizing Conte. It's just the guy, what what more can the guy do to prove that he's a class football, you know, footballer? Look at last season, you know, top, you know, joint top goal scorer in the league. You know, he was just finishing everything last season. I think for me, he just he just gets into that situation. The, the way to describe it is the goal against, uh, was it Burnley, wasn't it, when you ran through the pitch, right? He's just single-minded, right, I'm going to go and score a goal now. And just when he's in that sort of frame of mind, you can't stop him. He's, he's unplayable. And then when he has a little bit of a dip in confidence, maybe like today, and he's you know he, he's ran through, he's got a couple of options. Do I go Kane? Do I shoot myself? And he gets caught. I just think he's in that sort of no man's land a little bit. And I think Kim said it earlier, every season he has a dip. It, it just happens to players. I mean, and Son's no different. He has a dip pretty much every season. Um, I'd say last season was the one season he actually didn't have a dip, or he was just on it all all season. But um, he's just class. I mean, he, yeah, he, obviously the goal was offside, but he still finished the chance that he got given today, didn't he? Um, yeah, I just, I just, I, I actually thought the Leicester game, like many Spurs fans, you know, that quarter of an hour ridiculous hat trick, you sort of think that's going to be the the point he's going to, you know, crack on now and and just go back to you know to the form he was in last season. But obviously, you know, take, yeah, might take a bit longer than that, but. um I just sort of try to see the positive. I know Ricky has now left the thing is more half empty, uh, sorry half full than half empty. Just think we, you know, Son and Kane for me haven't properly turned up the season, and we're still probably third in the league now. You know, point off Arsenal, a nice little gap now uh, below us, and and our top two that are just ridiculously, you know, a ridiculous pairing between the two of them, um, Son and Kane, haven't really turned up to the form they can do. So I sort of look at it as what we've got to come rather than what we're where we are at the moment. Um and yeah were Kulis okay out today. It's a tough place to go Brighton. It's just this yeah, you know, I remember what's it three years ago what turnover didn't 3-0 uh, and Hugo got his injury to his shoulder. We just got at, completely outplayed that day. So there's a sort of turn up today they can pretty much boss the game. Um and apparently we're not playing well it's just uh, I don't know it's just it's frustrating isn't it? But yeah for me, for me uh I, I just think it it just needs a couple of yeah a couple of games gets a couple of goals yeah, and the old son will come back, and maybe, maybe, hopefully, it'll be with this Wednesday because I know we like this Champions League night. So, um, with a bit of luck, it'll be this Wednesday.
4: Kim, was there any point in today's game where you were worried, um, about Spurs, um, perhaps conceding a goal? Because, you know, let's be honest and frank about it Brighton did have a number of opportunities in that game, um, and that second goal was absolutely vital to kill the game off. And Antonio Conte even said midweek, you know, we, we finished the game nil-nil uh, away at Frankfurt, but he even mentioned the word clinical. We've got to be clinical. Uh, were you worried in the game that it was only one nil?
5: Yeah, I had a pal here. I was with a pal and yeah, I was. I think it what, was at the sunny March shot where he turned and I really thought that was in, like, in, in the um, second yep. half. Like, it, it was a great shot and a great turn. And it weren't that wide. That was curling, you know. I thought that was in. But, yeah, I was really worried, especially that I had to pause the last five minutes and do my normal not-right thing where I go through watching it, like, in little pauses and screaming every time the ball goes. I just really wanted it today uh, for for Jean-Pierre, you know. Um, And for Conte. They must have had a terrible week. I mean, what did they know on Tuesday against Frankfurt? We don't know. I mean, we never heard anything until yeah. Thursday, you know. But I do think the one positive today, I was worried, obviously, when it's one goal, you're always going to um, worry that, that they're going to equalise. We, we did need the cushion of the second. But I think the one positive thing for me, at the last two games, I've enjoyed watching us again. Because I think we've been a bit bland to watch this season. I think the last two games, we've come out on the front foot, we've created chances, and I've enjoyed, like, you know, from a supporter's point of view, you know what you know. The Frankfurt game, we should have won. Another day, we could have, you know, had three, four goals. And today, you know, I know we didn't have that many chances. And really, when you look at it, Larisse didn't have that many saves to make. You know, not really. So yeah, I think that, you know. But they had a new manager as well. They're going to want to do yeah. well. Um, You know, obviously they're at home with him for the first time. But I just think. You know, I, I think we defended well. We didn't really give them. That's the good thing about Spurs this season. Apart from the Arsenal game, we're not really giving teams that many chances.
6: Hard yeah. to beat. T- t- I completely agree with that. That's that's the difference for me. We're really hard to beat. So even, again, uh, the Wolves game at home, they, they dominated position. But again, a couple, a couple of chances here. And now, obviously, the chance first half today, I think it was, I mean, was Solly March. It's literally... Could have gone in the bottom corner easily. But, um, yeah, we, 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 we're pretty solid. It's a, I completely agree with what Kim said. The last two games, the Frankfurt game, it was a, you know, quite an entertaining. It wasn't a nil-nil. It was quite an entertaining game. On another day, we win We win it 4-1. Uh, but I felt they really went for it. And, again, same sort of thing today. I think we sort of dominated the game. It's been a while since I've sort of watched us and thinking we're dominating the game. Um, they, obviously, everyone last patches in games for Brighton. Second half really came out and had a go. Uh, but then it took sort of five, ten minutes, then we settled down again, started getting our passing game going with that yeah, you know, with the overlap with a three in the midfield. Made a big difference. So it's it was good good to watch the last two games and hopefully, you know, we Frankfurt at home, Everton at home. You would hope from the next couple of games we can then sort of build on something from here.
4: Absolutely. Uh, Well, in the 62nd minute, Harry Kane went very close with a shot just wide. Uh, Six minutes later, in the 68th minute, um, it's an incident where you spoke about earlier, Tim, and I think you did as well, Kim, um, Sessignon, so much time on the ball. He actually looked up, uh, tried to pick out a Spurs player. Uh, There were, you know, a number of Spurs players in the box. um, And then he hit the ball too hard and it went out for a goal kick. That was so frustrating. Kim... Um, We talk about the wing-backs, we spoke about the wing-backs. Sessignon and Royale, do you think Antonio Conte can continue to work with these players to improve them uh, and they will become superstars? Yes or no?
5: Uh, No, especially in the formation he plays, Royale, no. I don't don't mean the cross into it.
4: Sis, I don't. I, I honestly, I mean, they're
6: both young players. No, no, the answer is no. Really, no. Jim, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I don't really plan about it. Um, uh, n- not, not a chance for me. I mean, again, my is always Perisic. Well, yeah, World Cup winner, uh, well, World Cup final, Sorry, uh, Champions League winner. It, it just, I trust it again. Not, he doesn't get it right every time, but you sort of think. When he's down that wing, he's going to put a, a just a, a dangerous cross in, and with Cesc, kind of like I'm hope, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful, but it never happens. So not 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 for me, but I guess you ask you're asking Emerson to play a, a right wing back role, and he's a right he's a right back, isn't he? So it's a it's a it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Give Spence a chance. I keep saying the same thing. Give him a Tim,
7: get Tim,
4: and... let's stay with you because in the 75th minute, Hunmin Son, um, it looked like uh, to us away fans um, in the stadium that Son had made it 2-0. Um, a typical Hunmin Son finish. It looked like a fantastic yeah. goal. Um, did you know, sitting at home, watching the game, did, did you know straight away that he was offside?
6: Only, <laughs> only by looking at the other players. He sort of kind of... With VAR now, you kind of... I know, obviously, they play, play the advantage, don't they? So you, you're looking at it thinking, is that offside? I'm not sure... I actually thought that about the Kane goal in the first half. Luckily, it wasn't. Um, so, I kind of had a feeling, but obviously, you didn't know that. And it's just a typical, typical Sonny. I mean, you had those two against I was at the home game last year, Leicester. And then it was the carbon copy goal, wasn't it, this season, the Leicester for the last season at home. Uh, again, exactly the same sort of finish. So, it's a, it a bit of a shame, but I, I, did, I did think it would be offside. And again, it was, it was pretty clear from the um, from the replay. But again, he's got to go through and score. score the chance, doesn't he, to make it. Yeah, you know, make that decision for the for them to make. So, um, it's pleased to see him put in the net at least.
4: Well, these are the match stats. Uh, Brighton had fifty nine percent possession. to Tottenham's forty one. Uh, they had fourteen shots to Tottenham's eight uh, shots on target. Brighton four, Spurs three. Corners uh, six to Brighton, two to Spurs, and fouls nine Brighton, fourteen Tottenham. Uh, and the Premier League table: Spurs remain third. We have played nine. We are now at the quarter stage of the uh, Premier League season. Played nine, won six, drawn two, lost one. Goal difference of plus 10. We have 20 points, just three points away from uh, first place, Manchester City. Um, Kim, when you look at that Premier League table, and we are quarter away in now of the season, how are you feeling? Where do you think the Spurs will finish? Oh, question.
5: Uh, listen, it's such a weird season with the World Cup. I mean, you're going to enjoy watching the World Cup in, in one respect. And then you're going to be literally like blanking your eyes off the, because you don't want your players getting injured, you know? Um, obviously some clubs have got more, more players playing than others. Um, I, if I had to take a guess where we'd finished, I'd say where we are now off of. Yeah. Tim, what do you oh,
4: reckon? Yes, of? uh, It's, it's I, I'm, with,
6: I'm with Kim here. It's such a weird season. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I see Chelsea seems to be maybe turning things around a little bit. Will Liverpool turn it around? God, hope they do tomorrow. Um, I, I think Scott. I think, this, I think we'll finish third. I think Man City are in the league. I think unstoppable with Harland, uh, unstoppable. I don't know. I, th- third or second, I'll be, I'll be hopeful for. Um, and I just hope Arsenal be- below us. Whether it's fifth, fifth or fourth, I just don't want to finish above us. <laughs> I just pray they don't because our our songs are ruined if they do. But um, no, it's um, I, I think I think I think we're solid enough in these, particularly today. Uh, again, you take out the, even take out the circumstances of the game. Yeah, you, you take out what's happened. That's a great win um, for such a hard place to go away from home. He's got a great record there, fourth in the league. New you know, new manager bounce. Kim said it before. Yeah, new manager first home game Had a great performance against Liverpool. Probably should have won that game. So that's a that's a that's a solid Conte. That's a that's a Conte win for me today. That's that's a game potentially we're losing or drawing in, in previous seasons. So I, I think third or second, but if you had to nail me, I'd say third.
5: I think Tim, like, you wanna... I just think the mad thing is there's not really one game this season where I can say, Wow, we absolutely quite like the pitch with them. Yeah. And look where we are with three points off the top. That is Conte, agree. you know. Yeah. Yeah, Unbelievable, yeah. really. And as you said, Chris, if we do it a bit of form and then, then forwards gel and, and whatnot, and we perhaps do bring, I don't think we, you know, I think uh, Paris should be fine for this season and we're all right, like, rotating that side. If we can get that right wing back in for January, what would a two-month break, you know, you might, if we can get the right player in that position... You, you know, d- 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 oh, listen, obviously, like, with, with Haaland, uh, you know, but that might be a good thing this season with Haaland because it might stop the Gooners winning the league. You know, exactly no, it, could. it. You know, God sends us strange things, even in the shape of Haaland.
4: <laughs> but I think there's so much more to come. Um, talk Talking about the uh, the songs, Tim, um, yeah. does every single Spurs player now have a song? Uh,
6: not quite, no. So, um there was, a, there was a thing on Twitter earlier, so we, we got one from Matt Doherty, which is... Um, yeah, so I, I played it live. haven't actually recorded that one, so that, that one's missing off the album, so we'll add that one in uh, for Paddy That's I think it's, it's online on the chat now. So uh, that'll get added in. Um, we've got one for Tanganga that hasn't gone out yet, I hope I'll play tonight, which is to rock the Curse bar, which is utter belter. So whoever's... I don't know who's written that one, but that's a class track. Um one I've got to put it on the chat earlier, someone's got to write a great song for Harry Kane because Harry Kane has the Harry Kane song, which is great, don't get me wrong, it's great. But if anyone can think of something different for, for, uh, for Harry Kane, we've got a different one for Son, to chase the sun, as in the darts theme. Um, there's a few missing, there's a few missing.
5: What about so, um,
6: it can... it... Carry on, Kim.
5: What about Hugo,
6: Tim? Hugo's another one. So uh, there's a work in progress on that. To Rio by Duran Duran. So potentially that one might get filled. Um, so Kim, my challenge to you, Kim, is write some lyrics for a Hugo song to Rio.
5: Okay, I'll <laughs> give it a go. I'm good it with
6: a lyrics. Go. Send it in. Send it in. Send it in. The, the funnier the better. That's, that's the idea. So
4: just okay. to just to just to make it clear and tell everybody, Tim, um, yeah. uh, people can actually write songs, submit them to you, and uh, yeah. it, it, it may then come out.
6: Yeah, so, so all the songs, some songs, spur song sheets, some of them have been written by us, some of them, most of them have been written by fans. So yeah, the Stop Crying Arteta one's a great example. I mean, I'm just a massive Oasis fan. So once that got sent over, that was getting recorded straight away. Um, various people on Twitter. So just think of a song. If you think the lyrics can fit, uh, again, we've got a few golden rules. So the golden rules, again, for people that have DM'd me and, and and songs are it's obviously got it's got to be a catchy song. So the Richarlison song, again, that's got sung at Forest away, unbelievably the whole away uh, whole set of away fans when he put that outside the boot crossing for for Chain's goal, um, yeah, to do what did he? it's a, yeah, a, a well known song, everyone knows it. It fits. It's, it's a bit it's funny. So the the more comedy the better. The more popular the song that people can pick up, the better. And the whole idea is rather than you turn up to a particularly a home game, which is where we're trying to really improve the atmosphere. If you turn up to a home game, some start singing a song. Not people haven't got the confidence just to join in because they don't know the song. So the whole idea with the Twitter thing is we get it on Twitter or we put it on, you know, again, I've just recorded the audio and put it onto SoundCloud. People can download it. People get to know the song. So if someone starts singing them and everyone sort of joins in, that's kind of kind of the idea of where, where, where we're going with it to make it more inclusive. Obviously, Twitter's yeah, worldwide, so people can pick these songs up across the uh, across the globe. Um, as I said, we're not expecting every song to get sung in the stadium. That's not the point. The point is, we'll just put some songs out there. People that like them will sing them. People that don't like them won't sing them. So it's just it's kind of like an organic thing uh, that we're trying to do. Uh, but the main thing is, is all of the songs we've done to date. Um, so like the Water Night has been around since 2019. So I added like a bit of a, a, a middle eight to that to make it more of a song. Uh, to play live. Um the stop crying I said so I played that at the at the Southampton the Wolves game, and the only place it ever been put on was Twitter, and the whole crowd sang it back in the bars. So it obviously proves it sort of works. Um, and then obviously today we've in the crowd, you sort of heard the gimme gimme songs. Everyone knows on Kudosevsky, He's the Reason, which is the Bentniker song, uh, and then the Richarlas song, they song, the ones that stuck and i'll I play it tonight, but the Perasit songs, pretty, pretty good as well. So Anyone has any ideas, write into it. It's at Spurs Song Sheets or at Tim underscore Winstone. Just write them into us. We'll give it a go. We'll put it out there. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. The whole thing is just, it's just trying to put the put the community together. Uh, I think you've seen today how, how strong our, our Spurs community is between um between the fans. It's it's probably never been better in my in my lifetime anyway. So long may it continue. Absolutely.
4: Well, Tim, do you wanna do you wanna get ready to give us these songs yeah. then?
6: Yeah, okay, mate. I'm just gonna um uh mute this. Do you want to just add the um, other bit? I've of
7: added rest. those in. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
3: So with a bit of,
6: gl- can you hear me, Chris?
7: Yeah, we can hear you.
5: Cool. Yeah.
6: I think we're good to go.
5: I'll just put this
6: up. Uh, right, guys. So we're going to play a bit of a medley of the uh, Spurs Song Sheet songs. As you said, any ideas, write them in uh, at Spurs Song Sheets at Tim Winston. Actually, uh, Tim, what,
4: one, one of the microphones is on mute.
6: Can you keep, can you hear the music? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. the other, the other one should be on mute. It's fine. Uh, okay, so um, the first song's uh, about our uh, lovely midfielder Rodrigo Bentancur. This one's about our uh, winger that's currently injured, hopefully he gets back for Wednesday. Yeah good. <laughs> this one's about uh, our lovely left wing back.
3: Van, Ivan Paris, Da-da-da-da-da
6: And the rolls voice of a defender.
3: So our Brazilian number nine. a song
6: about our last season finished and if anyone remembers Arsenal might be above us but uh, they also finished fifth and we finished fourth so this guy did an interview after the Northland and Derby and he just started crying so this song's about him This one's originally by uh, The Beautiful South. It's called Rotterdam, or otherwise known as Tottenham will score everywhere. the new one this is about uh he's not playing at the moment it's about Jaffet Tanganga This is for our old fitness coach who unfortunately died this week.
3: Just can't smile without you You came along just like a song and of my day Who'd have believed that you were part of a dream Just like it seems a light is can smile
6: without you. Thank you very much for listening.
4: Absolutely brilliant, Tim. I don't know how
5: that but we'll go with it. That was fantastic, mate. Really, really good.
4: Fantastic, Tim. Thanks so much for doing that.
7: We,
3: uh,
4: Timmy back. We can't hear you at the moment. Kim, Kim, let's come to you first. Um, what was your favorite song there? Oh, I
5: love the Kulu one, for a start. I love the Kulu one, and I love the... Um, I, I like the um, Richarlison one as well, but, no, I think the Kulu one and the the, the, the Fernando one, the, the Romero one. Uh,
4: are you oh, ready I, now for you
5: your... Oh, because I follow him on Twitter.
4: Kim, are you ready now <laughs> for your turn?
5: Well, do you know what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, I could make a good song, you know, about Harry. Oh, darling... <laughs> There ain't no leaving us. Do you know what I mean? Bit of Chaz and Dave. I like, <laughs> worry
4: you ain't no leaving us. Well, okay. game. No, I can't sing. <laughs> no, that was, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Just want to finish on the uh, the Frankfurt game um, in the Champions League on Wednesday. Um, Tim, let's come to you first. What did you make of last week's um, game away at Frankfurt? And do you think the Spurs will win this game on Wednesday evening? uh right firstly i think
6: yeah again i i get it after the arsenal game. there's a lot of negativity uh, i think if you look at the table after the game it was an absolute must must not lose um so you look at the table now we're on four points i i think i think we'll battle them wednesday I'm, I'm being very ricky norwood very half full not empty very positive um i just think we get back at home again we should have won the game away personally but um yeah i th- i think we win that game we are going we're going to sell through the group but um yeah i thought it was a, i thought it was a well-earned well-earned draw i think they had that chance didn't they is it first half when they just the ball over the top and the defense got caught and Hugo gave a good save apart from that i can't think of any other time in the game when we were really under that much pressure um again in a really hostile atmosphere as well i know some of the fans that went out there said it was it was pretty tasty out there so yeah you know, it's not an easy place to go um yeah. you know, they obviously you know europa league winners last year so We've got you can't forget that. Um So I think it was a really well earned point. It was just an absolute. If, if we lost that game, we were, we were looking really really tough um, to to get through it. So I, I think get the back end. I am going to make a blatant plug, Chris. Sorry, I am playing in the White Art Lane Bar. So all the songs you just heard, amongst many others, and Chaz and Dave and all that. If you're at the game on Wednesday, get yourself to the East Stand, Block Five Two Seven, Level Five. I'll be playing uh, from six p.m. So um come come down and have a have a beer and um. Sing, sing the boys home to a to a hopeful victory.
4: Tim, do you have a favourite song?
6: Uh for me, for me, it's got to be Stop Crying Arteta, only because I'm just a massive Oasis fan and it was one of my favourite yep. songs as in Stop Crying High And when um again I've got to put a shout out to at Simply Spurs and at N17 that wrote that um once that come, once that got sent to me I was just although I do like the O oh, a Night," and unfortunately it's looking pretty much like the you know, what a night Knights only girl last for this season. It went, it went away for a few years when, um, obviously, we were struggling for Champions League, but um, we brought it back this season and, and ho- well, hopefully Arsenal fall apart. You never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Like Kim said, the World Cup's going to be a massive um, curveball in there, isn't it? You know, injuries-wise, it, I think but after one injury away from, yeah, you know, a Jesus nightmare if, if they lose if they lose him. So, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. But, yeah, for, for me, it's got to be Stop Crying Arteta.
4: It's just an absolute belter. Kim, what are you thinking ahead of this Champions League game on Wednesday evening at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium?
5: Well, for once, I'm going to be quite positive, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I actually think we drew a few goals, and after seeing the performance on Tuesday, I think we was unlucky. As uh, as Tim said, it like uh, quite a hostile atmosphere. I think we was unlucky not to come away and have scored quite. I can see, especially with everything that's happened at the club, and you know, we we want to do the wonderful. Uh, Jean-Pierre Proud, I think that um, Wednesday could be the game where we do sort of, you know, score a few goals and hopefully and it will, like, put us in a great position in the group and uh, yeah, so, uh, do you want to score prediction? Yeah, let's go for it. Hmm, 3-1? 3-1? Yeah. Tim,
4: what are you going for? I'm going to go
6: 4-1. I'm going to go really wow. optimistic 4 one. I think I think we're going to turn, especially with, like I said to you before, so the THFC flags, uh, Spurs song sheets, got to run to that that side. We're all guys from loads of flags for the for the home game. I think it's going to be. If it was emotional today. I think it'll be even more emotional on Wednesday, uh, with it being our first home game since since the loss. So um, yeah, I think I think the boys will turn up 4 one for me.
4: I'm going to go for two 0 And uh, Kim, I've got to pick you up on your comment about you being positive. I think the last couple of times you've been on this channel. You've been very positive.
5: Well, I, I have me ups and downs. It's a good job you never interviewed me after the Arsenal game, Chris, because like yeah. I'm a bit jekyll and I'm a typical Gemini. I am a Gemini, and I'm like the twins. We've got like evil Kim, <laughs> and then we've got like Kim loves Spurs. Do you know it. I'll swing a, uh, you know, I go in between. I'm a typical Gemini as a person. So it is the twins with me. And one minute I love Spurs, the next minute like I loathe them. Like it depends. Yeah, I wouldn't have been good to interview after the Arsenal game.
4: No, no, I think we all felt the same, to be honest. Um, Kim, um, thanks so much for coming on this evening and tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Um, Have you got a new book coming out soon?
5: I've got two coming out, I think, next year. I'm currently writing the sequel to The Family Man. I took some time out, but um, I'm I'm coming back with a bang. I think my um, publishers are doing a little campaign that I'm coming back with a bang next year, so... Uh yeah, I've got I'm hopefully having two books coming out next year, one in the spring, one in the autumn. Um people can find me on uh Kimberly Chambers on Facebook, it's Kimberly.chambers on Instagram and it's at Kimbo Chambers on uh, on Twitter. So hopefully within the next few months we'll have book covers and new titles released and yeah, I'm just working hard at the moment. And uh, yeah cracking on and enjoying watching my Spurs sometimes. And, you know, I've had a good day out shopping today, as women like doing, and life's quite grand. So, and I'm looking forward to Wednesday.
4: Kim, have you ever got the word Tottenham or any references to Tottenham in any of your books?
5: Oh, loads of them at the beginning. I would players' names. Uh, like, you know, okay. now I've had Edmaster Red Knapp, who told off the villains' children at the private school. I've had, I had, like, I, I was put, we've had PC Perryman. I, I did it a lot, especially in the early books. Hey, Spurs did an article on me once on the Spurs Monthly because I, I told them it was right early in my career. Like, do you know what I mean? But, but no, I'm going to
4: find it now. I'm, I'm going to find it.
5: Yeah, no, they did. I've got a copy here somewhere, I think. I'll have to, um, I remember chucking out all my old newspaper prints and that, but I think I kept the Spurs monthly. And they did a big thing about, like, what I'd called the players in the early books.
4: Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Kim. And uh, Tim, thanks so much for coming on for the first time. And thank you so much. Can't thank you enough for performing all of these fantastic songs. and, And I've no doubt there's more to come.
6: Hopefully so. Well, the fans will decide. So, um, hopefully so, Chris. Thanks for, for having me, mate. It's really been great. Obviously, good to uh, meet you, Kim and, uh, and Ricky, before. And uh, thanks for a lovely little win. Now we can sit back and watch Liverpool smash Arsenal. Hopefully.
4: So, just to remind everyone, Tim, you'll be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Wednesday. Any other dates yeah. booked? Uh,
6: not, not as yet. But um, I've got one. Uh, playing the, uh, a charity event on the 23rd of April next year with Gary Mallett um, coming down. Um, that'll all be on our, our Twitter and, and the song sheet stuff. Again, it'll all be the same sort of stuff we'll be playing in amongst some classic Spurs stuff, so the Chaz and David and you, you can't smile without you and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, if, you, if you're there Wednesday, I'll be there from six o'clock, come and um, say oh, hi, come and grab a beer and come, and come and join in the fun. And hopefully, hopefully another Tottenham win.
4: Fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you so
5: much. One thing, I've just remembered, Samit, you asked me that question. We had Dr. Sissoko and Nurse Chimbonda. How's that? (laughs) They're both delivered babies, are villains. God bless them.
4: Do you know, Kim? I think after this stream, you'll be sold out because I think now that we've mentioned that your books contain all Spurs names, people will go and order them on Amazon. So, uh, yeah, great plug there. Great plug. Um, Tim. Kim and uh, Ricky, I know he had to go early, but thank you so much for joining us this evening, and thank you to everybody who has listened and uh, contributed to the stream this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure, and of course, Tottenham Hotspur have got another three points. We're sat in third, three points away from champions Manchester City in the Premier League table, and hopefully, it will be a fantastic Champions League night at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Wednesday. Until the next one, come on, you Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! Cheers, guys.